cracking cheese for snacking. Looking for the best power tools, hand tools and DIY equipment? Look no further than Joe McKenna's on Parnell Street. See our amazing offer. DeWalt 5-amp lithium-ion battery, only €69. Euro. Conveniently located beside the train and bus station on Parnell Street, you'll find everything you need to get the job done. Check out our online store at joemckenna.ie and social media accounts on Instagram and Facebook at Joe McKenna's. Joe McKenna's, the go-to destination for all your tool needs. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Now it's that time of week when we review the news of the week with our Friday morning coffee break panel and this morning I'm Delighted to be joined by a very esteemed group of people. We have former Mayor of Limerick, John Gilligan, is with us. We also have a Limerick entrepreneur and events organiser, famous for Limerick on Ice, Fran O'Donnell. And we have our own Ashlyn Kelly is with us as well. Morning to Ashling. Morning. Um, Ashlyn is starting in the role of uh, media researcher on Limerick today and uh, we've decided just to plump her into the studio <laughs> to fill in, <laughs> in the coffee break. Um, so we're going to start with the the news story of the week and that is of course the visit of US President Joe Biden to Ireland. Uh, John Gilligan your thoughts? I think it's very very timely that he came and I think there was two things that he wanted to do, he wanted to reconnect with his roots in Ireland and he's very genuine about that having watched him on television and things like that mm. and I'm delighted like that but the other thing was the much more serious thing was an attempt to bump start the Good Friday Agreement and I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. I, I, I can't see him uh, being able to change some of the mindsets that are there. Because we all, when we speak about the Good Friday Agreement, say, well, we all voted for it. So that's it, like, I mean, you know, it's going to happen. But unfortunately, we didn't all vote for it. It was that Arlene Foster and her, uh, and her new guy, Jeffrey Donaldson, both of them sat down and negotiated the Good Friday Agreement as part of the United of the, the Unionist Party, and then got up and left. They refused to sign it and uh, walked away from it. You know, so for 25 years they've been very, very consistent about being against the Good Friday Agreement, and that's often forgotten in the euphoria mm. of the entire thing. So you have to take a look at what happened with Arlene Foster when she got the top job. The place fell apart, basically, because she tried to claw back any few little things that were given mm. to the nationalists. So that fell apart, and then she's gone and Jeffrey Donaldson has come back and he's not reinstated. You'd have to give them credit for something. Uh, 25 years yeah, of saying no and they're stubborn. bloody consistent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I see what you're saying, but Thank you. uh, I think you're right. Joe Biden's not going to change their mindsets. At the same time, is it not important that he at least states the point, you know, that, that he is on the side of the moving forward and that it should be restarted. Does Yes, that's the one, you know, and that's the reason I'm delighted he actually came. Mm. Somebody at this stage had to do something. Somebody had to make an intervention like they did 25 yeah. years ago at the Americans. It, it makes and them look it it comes. It, Yeah, it does. So, you know. um, Fran, yeah. wh- what about you, Joe Biden's visit? I think he has done more for Irish tourism uh, in the last few days than anybody has for the last 10 years. Now, what about the Banshees of Inner Sharon, though? Uh, that's, that's absolutely. Fabulous. Yes, it has. But, but uh, this is, if you look at any of the other news outlets, the CNN, NBC's, the, the Fox Network, they're all covering it all over the world. And Ireland is forefront and in a very, very good light. 
So are the Americans, <coughs> Ashlyn, coming over to Ireland now to get a chicken roll in a, in a Circle K? What did you think of that? I, I thought it was very interesting when I saw like that was the main thing on Twitter was that he was in a deli. And I thought, is this the new Irish food? Is this our new staple? Is it the new bacon and cabbage that this is what we bring a US president in to see? Um, because delis are actually quite unique to Ireland. I didn't realise that until I was travelling. Those That type of deli is yeah. unique, yeah, certainly. And the chicken roll is something that, yeah, wasn't around when I was growing up, but it seems to be very new popular staple. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fran, you have some memories of when... Uh, Bill Clinton and John, you must have some memories of Bill Clinton's yes. visit to, to Limerick as well. Remind us what, what you know what it meant to Limerick to get a, a US president. It gave the city and the whole area an incredible lift. Um, again, the eyes of the world were on Limerick at that stage. Uh, if you remember, just a small bit back, we got ten days' notice. We kind of knew he was coming, which was confirmed ten days out because of the Monica Lewinsky. It was all being pushed aside. And but don't mention the word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So um, that was there. Uh, when he came, the whole place lit up like it is in, in Ballina and Dundalk yeah. and the whole lot of them, all the stars and stripes and the whole lot and the euphoria of the people. And he was and is a very charismatic man. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the coverage elsewhere, John? I mean, there was a cartoon in one of the British papers yesterday kind of mocking uh, Joe Biden for his love of being Irish, you know, dressed up as a leprechaun and making fun of it and kind of like paddy whackery is what they were describing his visit as. No, that's going back, you know, to the old British thing of the punch, uh, the punch era, you know, where they described the Irish as probably being barely human, you know, yeah. more animalistic than like that. We are far, far gone away from that. Nobody gets upset. You know, when very right-wing English people say very stupid things like him. You know, are, are, are they like jealous that, of the that, visit, do you think? Well, are, are they, they jealous they, that he came here and didn't yes, go there? he did, yeah, and they are. And they'll probably miff that he's not going to see the the coronation either. So uh, I think that, 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 that they are miffed. They had, like, they had the premier and he had a cup of coffee. You know, he could have come on the show here and got a cup of coffee. Like, you know, <laughs> that's about as that, that's about as prestigious as it could possibly get. You know. And what about um, <coughs> this thing that I know? If Joe was here this week, he'd definitely be mentioning it because I know it gets his goat. Is the picture that always appears, and I haven't seen it yet. And somebody told me Joe Biden doesn't drink. Maybe he doesn't. that's why he doesn't. No, yeah, he doesn't drink. The pint of Guinness. Yeah. No, that's yeah, not. Yeah, the pint of Guinness. Yeah, Diageo decided they weren't supporting it this year, so he didn't get a pint of Guinness, but he doesn't drink anyway. But there's Guinness Zero Zero. Couldn't they have given him a glass of that? You should do advertising for Diageo. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing very well. But, uh, but get, look you, for the job yeah. and I know how we can advertise it. <laughs> yeah, Joe always makes the point, look, why do we always uh, advertise yeah, our country is, this way? Yeah, well, I I, I think um, from listening to um, and watching him in the last couple of days, he is very pro-Irish. I think he's genuine about the whole thing. Yes. It sounds, uh, the Americans have uh, a habit of saying, you know, have a nice day. And they mean you to have a nice day. We find it a little bit corny and the whole lot. But that's them. And he is very positive about having Irish roots. And he's talking from the heart. The, the speech he delivered yesterday in the doll, I thought was very warm. And he was very, very true to himself and what he's all about, mm. being from Ireland. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on to another topic. Now, the IMTO, every Easter, the teachers hold their annual uh, general meetings. It's usually down in Killarney, somewhere like that. And they get together and talk about the various issues. Now, this 
year, the INTO have come up with a call for um, a kind of supplement for teachers who are living in Dublin. Um, that the cost of living there is so much higher that teachers who are teaching in Dublin schools or and actually they said urban schools when and we had somebody from the INTO on this programme yesterday who said it would have to be urban centres that they should get more money. Ashlyn, do you think that's a good idea? I do think it's a good idea. I don't think it should just apply to teaching though. I think it should be across the board because cities are becoming like impossible to live in, um, particularly for graduates and wages. Um, the majority of beginner salaries wouldn't cover living in Dublin or justify people from the country moving to Dublin. Um, but I do think it should extend beyond teaching. Like as a media graduate, we have the same problem. Um, I know when you look at jobs in London, for example, they do have the London wage allowance. Um, and I, I it, it does make a difference. There needs to be something to address the fact that cities are becoming impossible to live in because jobs now are becoming only available to people who either have accommodation already in the area because they're from there. Um, but I, I do think it's a good idea. But again, I think it should go beyond teaching. You grew up rurally, didn't you? Yeah. That's interesting coming from you because I, w- I would have thought you might have taken the other side of that because not everybody agrees. Fran, what do you think? Do you think they should get more? Um, I, I see young graduates uh, and struggling absolutely struggling and um, th- we have to kind of centre on the education as well because it is the cornerstone of everything and I get asking the point that you know why don't the fire brigade get it, why don't the police get it, why don't everybody has that problem but then we really, where is it going to end? Where are we going to get the money to do all this? Mm. We can't be like some of the parties uh, in the door at the moment saying we'll do this, we'll do that and if we get in we'll, we'll give you everything it's not there yeah. yeah, but it is a very, very serious issue and it's something that needs to be looked into. John, do you think it's possible to pay a teacher who's teaching in uh, Dublin, so maybe Clontarf or somewhere like that, to pay them more than a teacher who's teaching in Maroo? Do you think it's right? I don't. I don't think it's going to happen either. You know, the one thing that teaching and all the other professions have is that everybody should be treated equal. I can understand, like, I mean, you know, for a young person, you know, beginning their, their career... You know, maybe very, very hard strap for, for cash. But what about a person like I me mean, who's actually living in Dublin, who has a house in Dublin, who's a senior teacher, who's been there 30 years? They get it as well. No, I don't think that works out. And we're beginning to create a bigger problem between the urban and rural areas, and particularly about Dublin, because where everything goes, goes to Dublin. The major problem that we have, and we're not fixing it, is that the housing isn't there and this is a knock-on effect of it if you want to solve the problems about the expense of living in cities start building bloody houses like i mean it's not rocket science okay um gonna throw a topic that uh, at you that i'm not sure whether how it's going to go because it wasn't even suggested to you but uh, just curious uh john gilligan have you do you know who millie bobby brown is sorry never heard of millie bobby brown no no Never idea heard of who she is. Fran O'Donnell. No. Millie Bobby. I had a feeling they might know. Ashlyn, tell them who Millie Bobby Brown is. Uh, so she's an English actress. Uh, she's 19 and she's a, a star of Stranger Things, which is a very popular Netflix series. It is one of the most popular, net, no, I think it is the yeah, most popular yeah. Netflix series ever created. So she was a child actress, brilliant actress from the age of, I don't know when, when she started playing it, but she was quite young and now she's 19. But... It went all over the internet this week because at the age of 19, she has become engaged. And I bet you know, you'll know who her future father-in-law is going to be. 
Um, you've heard of John Bon Jovi, have you? Just about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's engaged to Bon Jovi's uh, John Bon Jovi's son, but the internet's gone mad because she's nineteen, and they're saying, oh, she's way too young; she shouldn't be getting en- engaged. Fran, what do you think? Nineteen, too young or not too young? Um, There's a couple of ways you can look at this. Um, Eighteen, you get to vote. You can be in the army, you can hold a gun, you can be a guard. There's so many things you can do. You've come of age at 18. Um, so why can't she get engaged? It doesn't say she's going to get married tomorrow. She might get married in, in a year or six months or whatever. But like, being honest, do we all know what to do at 18 or 19? We don't. Things will change. She may be very, very happy or they may last a lifetime together, you know. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, John? Nineteen? No, I, I don't think the, the age really matters. If you take a look at all, most of the marriages within the showbiz is circuit, they don't last. You know, I, there's very, very few people like me, you know, in show business who have been married 20, 30 years. You know, it, it comes in and out. So it, didn't really, it doesn't really matter about the age of the person. As Francis, Francis things change. Life changes people's opinions changes, you know, people fall in love, people fall out of love, all of these things can happen. So I think at 19, if she really wants that and they're really in love with one another, go for it. Ah, isn't that lovely? Ashton, yeah. what about you, 19? I don't know, you see, um, it's actually quite a, a relevant topic for me because I'm 21 and my best friend, the same age as me, got engaged this week, which oh, is, wow. and I can't believe it. Best yeah, 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 and I was just thinking, like, I'm I'm 21 and I can't even keep a houseplant alive. I don't know how I'd manage marriage <laughs> or anything. I, I think it's crazy, but I know that um, getting married younger is definitely coming back into trend, um, and I'm not too sure why. I don't know if it's a financial thing or perhaps it's, um, but my nana, she's 96, she has a theory that um, it, it goes in and out of trend as to getting married younger, so it obviously must be in trend at the moment, um, which is quite interesting because she was talking about how um, sometimes it's 30s is popular and a, a rake of people get married then and th- then it's going back again to quite young. So that could be quite interesting. Yeah. It could be a financial thing or perhaps an indicator of the economy. I'm not too sure, but I don't know. I feel like 19 is so young. Like, Yeah, it, it is. But at the same time, I'd say all of us here in this room today know at least one couple who met when they were teenagers who are still together in their latter years in life. Johnny, you, 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 that's you, is it? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you're waving at somebody behind it, but he's his hand up. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know people they met when they were teenagers and they're, they're together in their 50s and likely to be together. Yeah. I know somebody in their, their 70s who, who, who met in their teenage years. Yeah, but the only thing is, she's not going to have a problem getting a house anyway. No, yeah, <laughs> no true. Brother, Billy Bobby Brown is yeah, not likely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we will... She get a supplement if she moves to Dublin. So <laughs> she might become one of those. We'll move on now to maternity restrictions. We were surprised to hear this week that Minister for Health uh, Stephen Donnelly is being called upon to remove the restrictions in maternity hospitals. These were introduced during COVID, uh, stopping people from, you know, coming in when for, for new mothers and their babies and they're still in place in some places with restrictions on, you know, siblings maybe being able to come in to see the mother and the the, the small children, all kind of that kind of thing. Um, John, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, I think it's about time we lifted it. You know, we can't come on forever. At some stage, you know, you, you come to a point where you've got to say, okay, this is enough, like, let's stop. You know, and I believe we haven't had any outbreaks or reinfections or things like that and it's a very personal 
uh, time in in a family's life and not to be able to see your spouse or bring the kids in to see them. I think that's wrong. Yeah, you know, I I do think it's about time we said enough is enough now, lads. Like, I mean, we 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 did what we did, and some of it was a bit over the top, but we got through it. You know, I'd have to say that. Like, I mean, you know, this, I think we did all the right things. It was a pain in the you know what, but we we got through it. Like, I mean, you know, but it's time now to say stop. Why do you think, Fran, it's the maternity hospital seem to be one of the last areas where restrictions are being lifted? I don't understand that. And, I mean, it's got to be one of the most difficult time for um, a woman to be there and giving childbirth, mm. going through quite possibly a very, very painful scenario as well, but also mental uh, um, picture there. They need support at that time more than any other time in, the, in their life. And to restrict people getting in there to be with them and to maybe hold, just hold their hand or just be there to talk to them. I think they need to re-look at that very, very fast. Yeah, and Ashlyn? Yeah, I think it's barbaric to leave a woman on their own at such a time. And I, yeah. I never really agreed with it to begin with, that there are such heavy restrictions in maternity hospitals. I think there has to be a human aspect to these um, res- procedures and restrictions. And definitely, I think that they, they should be lifted. Uh, the other thing is, it's all about women and decisions being made by a man. I think we've enough of that kind of nonsense as well. oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. oh we won't open that Pandora box oh, um, John th- this is a topic I know that you're just dying to talk about um, because you're so excited about what's happening uh, next week and the big event in the UK of the coronation um, I didn't get an invitation did you not? Waiting. no Jesus. <laughs> So the coronation of King Charles is happening tomorrow. Uh, no, not tomorrow, sorry. Next week in the UK. Uh, is it next week or the week after? Maybe it's the week after. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the week after. But w- what we heard this week was um, Harry is going to go. Meghan is not going to go. Um, do you think it matters? Do you, are you surprised at the fact that the world is interested in this and that people are talking about it? You see, I think kings and princes and princesses and all that kind of nonsense like I mean, it was grand like me for fairy tales but nobody should take it seriously like, <laughs> nobody should take this thing I am a king you are a what you're a bit of a twit like I me mean, you know but uh, no I, I don't believe like we should do that and I don't think ordinary genuine human beings like I me mean, should defer to this thing an entirely dysfunctional family you know most of them which came from Germany and suddenly I'm a king and I've got blue blood. You haven't, like, I mean, you know, if you get a nosebleed, it's going to come out red. So I think, you know, people, you know, get over this kind of nonsense. But people still have a fascination and a fascination with the dysfunction that you talk yeah. about. I think that's what people are interested in. They, you know, it fills newspapers, it fills magazines, it fills talk show programmes. And this new breaking news that, you know, Harry's going, Megan's not, um, there's been... St- Tons of articles about it this week, Fran. Um, is yeah. It? Um, All of which is red. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> um, I think that it is, they're a major tourism industry, as they yeah. have. And it draws in millions every year for the country. Mm. Um, and it will continue for a long time to come, I think. It may change. They, they're trying to downsize the royal yeah. family. I think the Harry scenario... The two brothers, I, I don't it's want to sad. read, I don't want to know about it. It was the two brothers, yeah. somebody pushed me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And I think him coming on his own was the only way they were going to solve it. Yeah. And I think they did. Yeah, it's sad really though that there are, at the end of the day, there are human lives behind this that perhaps are being pushed into dysfunction to support 
a tourism industry. What do you think, Ashton? Absolutely. I do think a lot of the, the drama was slightly manufactured to keep an interest in the royals. I, I think, personally, I think that there there has to have been in order for... Um, for do you example, think behind the scenes they're all getting on I do, fa- yeah. fabulously and saying, look, let, let's pretend we're fighting? I do, I do, because I think it's done so much for Harry's profile, for Meghan's profile, um, just for the royals in general. Like, I know whenever the drama happened, they were looking at where Kate Middleton was, where, where everyone was at the time. I think it, it kind of regained interest in them in a way, maybe... It's, it brought them into like a new drama in a way. Um, but I like I'm a Republican and everything, but I absolutely love the Royals. I read everything <laughs> to do with them. So I'm so interested in the coronation. I know I shouldn't be. <laughs> I think if you enjoy it. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, well, look, yeah. it's just, it's, it, I think it's a little bit uh, similar to being interested in the lives of Hollywood stars yeah. and celebrities. They're just an, another form of celebrity, as long as you yeah. don't take any of it terribly seriously. Of course, no. yeah. No, and they didn't invite Fergie either. Yeah. No. See, there yeah. you go. No, the only thing is, now that Joe isn't going, there's a free ticket there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's about all we have time for on this morning's Friday morning coffee break panel. I'm going to finish up by giving our congratulations to Anya Fitzpatrick in Castle Troy, who's the winner of the Gardena Robotic Lawnmower this week. She was on Tuesday's show. Anya wins that. And don't forget the Gardena um, lo- Robotic Lawnmower event is taking place at Sound Store at the Delta Retail Park on the Bally Simon Road from today until Sunday. Also, we've had a message in from Bernie. This is a lovely message to finish the show on. Uh, Bernie says, I was married at 18. I had three children by the age of 21, four children by 24, and I'm married 45 years. So, well done. Well yeah, done, well done Bernie. Yeah. So, Millie Bobby Brown, there are plenty of examples out there for you to show that it can all Don't work out. Don't go into show business. Don't. <laughs> yeah. no, it won't last. Anyway, look, thanks to our panel, Ashlyn, to Fran, and also to John Gilligan this morning. Thank thanks for joining us, and to everybody who sent in their comments uh, this week. Joe will be back on Monday, but for now, from me, from all the team on Limerick today, have yourselves a great weekend. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.